Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. episode is brought to you by electromotive sound Co. go to electromotive sound.com check out the clone v3 it's the bomb dot com no no don't go to it's the bomb.com because that will not get you the pedal you want to go to electromotive sound.com scott's salty this week he didn't get much sleep yeah i got woken up multiple times by my new neighbor so, so he's here i'm here he's i'm present just- He's just not happy to be here. I it's it's not here that I'm not necessarily unhappy about. It's just life in general. I'm, oh, just, yeah, yeah. I'm unhappy to be awake. Yeah. Oh my uh my normal interests don't uh or what does he say my normal activities don't interest me? Um, everything's yeah. in bland. I don't know. Yeah. Diaz, I, I typed your symptoms into WebMD and it's, it appears you have network connectivity problems. <laughs> Which is the, apparently, who was, one of the writers said that they were so mad because that was the funniest line on the show and it was improv. They show the one on two about like, they're like, he improv like comeback stories. Did you ever see that oh, one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We don't, yes. we don't need to repeat that full one. Go ahead and look that one up. But that, it, honestly, you just got to look up like the best, uh, parks and rec bloopers yeah or, or outtakes oh my gosh yeah all right uh, also uh if you want to um like maybe scott will complain in the group chat so you can go, you can join the chat room and listen to scott complain about what why he's grouchy um by going to patreon.com slash the effects loop uh and if you give money it helps scott be less grouchy mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Did we up our Patreon update our Patreon yet? The include the therapy t- tier, where if you pay enough for it, enough a month, you get to sit in on Diaz's therapy sessions. Oh my gosh! Because it that pays would... for your therapy. Yeah. Uh, can we do um, the emotional scarring level? <laughs> emotional 50, trauma. 50, yeah, yeah. Fifty dollars a month. Emotional trauma level. Yeah. Emotional damage. Yeah, uh, I don't really think people want to sit in on my therapy. Listen, all I'm saying is if you can make someone who has been, like, trained to help people with trauma go, whoa, (laughs) you got a story. (laughs) (laughs) I made Phil, like, stop at his tracks at one point. And I was just like, yeah. He's like, man. He's like, that's heavy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, anywho. Um please help us <laughs> all right scott what's new uh i got something new and i got something old so um something borrowed something new none of it's blue unfortunately Uh-oh. uh so i got a dr z uh air brake attenuator which oh. is a chunker man i did not expect it to be this big but it's they big. seem smaller like whenever you're looking at a picture so the i have the air brake like the the yeah. or not what well, the brake light was the one i yeah. i had and that one just fits in the back of any like open back cabinet like it, it's it's mm-hmm. pretty slim and it just kind of goes in so i have that one in my uh my uh super reverb which is great but i wanted something um 
basically I, I was looking at getting another one of those or I was looking at getting this brake light or the air brake. Sorry, I'm going to be I'm confusing them constantly. Um, Which one did you get? No, I'm just I, got, I got the air brake because I found out Ken Fisher helped design it. So, so the guy from Trainwreck. Um, so there's two products that Dr. Z collaborated on with Ken Fisher. The Z-Rec huh. and the air brake. So I was like, hmm, those pair. Those should yeah. pair well together. Yeah. So, so that's why I got that one instead i mean it was you know 25 50 bucks one way or another so it wasn't that big of a deal Keep um, it in family dude yeah yeah um and uh what's fun about it is it actually has a a bedroom level knob so like you run attenuator at max and then it has another it has actually a volume knob that's not notched oh and that one you can kind of fine-tune the level and i have it at absolute minimum and people are so like that's kind of loud but um it's tolerable so um it why don't you uh about 4 a.m turn that bad boy off and just go for it that might happen well <laughs> what what should happen then is at 6 30 a.m when i get up that's when i run it because then they're asleep and they're getting woken up in the middle of the night right but yeah um long story short scott needs to have a conversation with some of his new neighbors like hey it's called respect I, listen, Aretha saying about it. I'm just listen to my mixtape real quick. Who, who in their right mind turns music on at four a.m.? I, I, it baffles me. Who thought that was a good idea? Maybe they listen to music to go to sleep. That was pretty loud music. Maybe they have hearing issues. Hmm. I have hearing hmm. issues too. I'm hearing their what, music. What if what if your new neighbors are deaf and they didn't realize the volume was that loud? you'll feel like a jerk no <laughs> highly unlikely that's the case that's highly unlikely the case but also i don't think i'd feel like a jerk in that situation because they're still inconveniencing me that sounded awful caucasian no and i need to speak with your manager about how you're treating me right now <laughs> dude you almost went you almost went there because it's inconveniencing me oh wow no, that's a, that's oh, a running geez. joke that my girlfriend and I have. have oh, is like, it really? I, I was like, okay, I, thank I need, God I, that's a joke. I, I thought you were serious. I, I need to turn on the white noise machine. I need to speak with the manager. There's too like, much salt. <laughs> <laughs> like we, I was like, we just go on a tear I, of like all the all the ones we can come up with. I, I've been out to eat with you, and I, we've had some kind of interesting experiences, and I've never seen you go that far. And you were just like, I never you. complain about my food. No, like I think I think I can't remember. I think we went out to eat like one time, and it wasn't. It was kind of interesting i know trying to get food in nashville has been was crazy a few times what 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 ah. what happened how are you had a chicken oh yeah that one that was fun uh whoa dude han chill anyway diaz anything new with you um i said the helix lt to, to line six yamaha guitar group. um so that's that's off to be uh replaced with a different unit um and that's Snoop Dogg pops <laughs> that's all I got so, what, when you say a pop do you mean like, like pop like the Funko pops yeah. yeah yeah I like those I collect weird ones well not weird ones like I just do yeah. the those seem like a fake collector collectible thing but anyway instead of fake collect i don't collect them because i expect them to increase in value i collect them because like i just the characters i collect that's all okay one day i might one day i might open them and play with them who knows hmm. i'll be taking a bubble bath 
Anywho, but yeah, no, nothing else really. All right. <sighs> well, you want you want to do that thing that we usually do every week? Again, you're asking me if I want to do things. Let's do that. Hey, let's just do it. I'm gonna drag you through this. All right. Um, KDH, wait, KHDK. I was KHDK Electronics. Kurt Hammett Design Company. No, no, no. Those are the two different names. It's Kirk Hammett, and then the DK is a different person. Okay. I like Design Company. Just, just throwing it out there. I, I know the, the, the other initials is the guy who like does it. But I, I accidentally. Oh, I accidentally opened my AirPods and it just totally messed up our call. Sorry about that. Joyce. Um, all right, so let's back this up. Uh, so the Zachy Vengeance guitar player from Benjamin Fold. Yes. Came out. Sorry, we're, we're recording because our settings got messed up mid-recording and we stopped recording Diaz's audio. So now we get to recap all of it. Um, and I get to edit the episode more. Uh... So, this is Zachy Vengeance doing a signature pedal with KHDK. Um, that is a preamp pedal. Very zombie themed. What, yeah. did we, what, what, what did we come up with this? I, now now the fun part is we oh, get to re- try like, to remember it, everything we said. Um, I said it looks like uh, mall rats, zombies. Oh, yeah. It looks like, yeah, clerks related. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, in the artwork is where it has, it labels the knobs. Yeah, so that's like really it, cool. It just hard, blends into like it's like occurring in the background of the image. Yeah, yeah. So um it uh did we say what it is? It's a yeah, high it's game a, preamp pedal. High game preamp. Yeah, it, it's $249. $20 shipping comes $269. It is a limited edition. Um uh as of right now, this is Tuesday, August 1st. Uh they still have them on the website for sale. Uh, it does come with a certificate of authenticity signed by Zachy Vengeance. Which is really cool. I mean, honestly, this artwork alone makes me want this pedal. This is definitely one where I didn't even hear the pedal, but I want it just because it looks phenomenal. I mean, I think you know what it's going to kind of sound like. Like, if a sevenfold is, you know, the high gain, ripping. Yeah. Kind of sound. Maybe, maybe I'll be able to do sweet picking after this. Yeah, like, once you buy the pedal, suddenly your right and left hand will sync up. So... I, you know what i would be buy, i need to buy more pedals <laughs> so that's one like I, I i i don't know maybe i'm just too dumb to move my fingers that fast i my understanding is sweep picking is one of those hardest skills like once you learn it then you like have those sweeps in you but like that is one of the biggest learning hurdles that people you know there's a reason yeah, why a lot of people just give up on it it's kind of like you know like you're a teenager waiting for your superpowers to kick in once yeah. you get them you're great but like getting to that point is just unbearable and that's how you make uh, enemies for the rest of your life yeah speaking of which uh invincible is going to be starting up again soon oh yeah season two of that oh that's phenomenal they did a uh, they did a prequel episode i don't know if you saw that or not no oh i'm gonna have to check that out at least got me hooked on that yeah uh it's so. about um is it adam eve is her name Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about sort of like her origin story and growing up and becoming a superhero. My mouse died. Oh no! Oh no! I didn't feed it. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, it next, needs voltage. Uh, uh, <laughs> Milkman's the amp stereo, the analog pedal platform you've been waiting for. No, oh, I'm so pissed off right now. 
Why? Why? I pissed off. I am pissed off because I had a great moment and it was recorded and we lost it. So I'm going to tell the story. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, I'll set you up for it. I'll set you up for it. We'll get to it later. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Cause, cause, <laughs> all right. I, I remember exactly what you're bringing up, and we'll okay. we'll get to it. Um, all right. So this. Thank you for letting me have this. Yes. Yeah, this takes um, the amp platform that Milkman has been developing over the last yeah. couple of years. I think 2018 was the first one that came out. So the mm -hmm. 50 watt version, then the 100 watt version. This is a 200 watt stereo version. So it's stereo in and stereo out still has yeah. the tube preamp section um i, I think they should, I, I really wish they'd highlight the tubes yeah like uh, I should, I show them off it's a. Uh, I believe there's an effects loop in it i don't i can't see that. no there's balanced out in and out but oh, it can yeah. take a stereo in so you can run like a stereo reverb or something like mm -hmm. that and do it and really get that space out there um so yeah if you've been if you are one of those people that were after one of these, I remember, you know, 2018 when they came out, a lot of people bought them and I don't remember them using them as amps so much as they just used them as a, an amp replacement, right? Like they did the, yeah. they used the uh, emulated out to do their output. Um, oh, we should say um, it's 50 watts at 16 ohms, 100 watts at 8 ohms and 200 watts at 4 ohms. So that's the classic class D thing where it can take different impedances, but it, you know, the watt mm -hmm. scaling isn't really there or it's not the same watts all the time. Uh, it does run on mains voltage. So you got an IEC plug on the back of that thing. Um, it's not pedal power. It's going to actually drive the tube that's in there. Um, I would say that I, one cool thing is, is if you have one of those power supplies that has the, like the slave, um, what is it? The, is it the pedal power two or something like that? One of the Voodoo Labs ones? I mean, a lot of them have a courtesy outlet on them. Courtesy outlet. That's okay. Sorry. But it's also oh, yeah. really easy. You can just put, if, if you're already running an IEC cord in, there are IEC Y cables and those are perfectly fine yeah. to use. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not hard to get IEC at your board, especially if you're already running it. There's, um, a, there's a lot of other pedals that would make that it would be a, whole, a lot tougher situation. Some of the pedals require crazy powers. Yeah. Like there's, like the quad cortex uses an external power supply. Right. And I think a lot of people would actually prefer instead of that 12 volt, three amps circuit that you need, which no mm. power supply really gives you on, other than this one custom made one, or you can take up like an entire chocks. Like you have to daisy chain multiple channels together on chocks to get that power. Anyway, we're digressing here. Um, yeah. Now earlier uh, in our first pre-recorded our first attempt at recording this episode, I made the comment that I still don't totally understand who these things are for. And Diaz, you had a yeah. great answer for why you think these things need to exist. Cause I was, I was making that, the argument that, well, if I'm already hauling speakers out, why not just an amp head too? Like it's not that hard. Right. And I feel like this is perfect for the gigging musician that, um, especially when they play a lot of different venues um they don't know if they're going to be running direct or doing like a live amp situation and they want to mic it like they have a mic for the amp and they just you know you don't know the sound situation you're going to and you can run direct with this or you instead of using the amp they have you can just use the cabinet or most a lot of combo amps have it where you can bypass the amp and just use the speakers i mean i think that would be the best situation for this and i feel like this would be great for someone just to slap on a board and be able to get that one bag thing. Yeah, you know, the, when you start describing it, I, that starts making a lot more sense too. Like if you like, if 
you use the balanced outs and those go to front of house, right? right. Then, then those cabs that are on stage can just be for stage volume and they don't have to yeah. be the right cab, right? Mm-hmm. For your sound. So yeah, it makes sense. I just, I don't know. I, feel I still like, have a hard time wrapping my head around it. I feel like the, my, my thing with this is it, the price is very expensive. Um, whenever, $800 is a hard pill to swallow for the lack of features like like uh, hx stomp i know it's not tube like you're that's that's, the that's thing. when you're jumping the digital right but well but i'll say this though hold on so milkman is kind of like in the gear world is almost into that audiophile area mm-hmm. they're they're so, the boutique vendor yeah so like that's the thing i will say this for i'm not their target audience i know because i that's not the the realm that i typically view because I know mm. it's not in my price range. So I don't pay it much attention besides what I see for the podcast. So I'm not doing a whole lot of looking and stuff like that. I think this is really for that audiophile, the person who's willing to spend more money. This is for the person who gets the Chase Bliss um, studio reverb. And, <laughs> and it's like it, it falls under that, in my opinion, where it's ex- it's an extravagant thing that there's other cheaper things. But the people who buy this are willing to spend the money to get the analog the like more detailed stuff going on yeah i think there's also just a there's a part of the population who will be okay with a solid state pre uh amp section but they're like i need to have the tube i need to have that preamp tube i need to do that kind of thing um and this could kind of fill in that gap for those kind of people i know i mean there are a few other pedals in this range of stuff that do this now like i know two notes did some stuff um there's something else i'm thinking of that's just not coming to mind right now but i've definitely seen some two preamp and overdrive kind of pedals too so you know there are people that like want them it's just anyway it's not me but yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean at 800 bucks i this is a hard sell to me but this might be scott in 10 years i don't know man i think i I think i think i I went too deep into modelers that i no, I think at some point you're going to turn. I think you're going to do it. You you don't realize it yet, but it's in you that you're you're going to be like, I'm done with digital. I want to go analog and get that sound. Well, I mean, I do have a Z-Rec literally sitting behind me right now. So, right, um, right, right, right. I mean, <laughs> you. So I did just go way overboard on an app recently. So, um, I feel like once you start once you start getting really, I don't know, and especially with your line of work like dealing with acoustics and stuff like that it's like uh maybe maybe you get into that little audio snob oh i mean i'm an audio snob ready but like you can go deeper. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm setting up your origin story right now this is this is the exact moment whenever scott whenever whenever i finally break down and buy two rock you're gonna be like i knew it right there i called it i called two, it two, 256 yeah. called it <laughs> but at the same time we all know i wanted to rock and i'm also friends with philip which is just terrible for my wallet so <laughs> i would love like one time i just see you and you and philip I, it would never happen but i'd love to see you guys almost get into like a pissing contest like in nashville like buying cool shit because <laughs> i would just sit back and be able to watch i don't know i think live, i like, think he has a more expensive guitar collection than i do he, and our, um, he's he, he's a better guitar player yeah. than I am too. So I mean, Dude, do I really probably, have a shot in like a fishing contest? He's sick. It makes me it, it it disgusts me watching him play. Like it's just 
he's yeah. he puts the, the time in too i mean uh, in, th there's no like oh you're some prodigy look at you this is a guy who plays guitar like four hours a day every day and like i play four hours of guitar a week i don't like that the thing that like kills me is like how many hours like does he live in a different world because like he does so much stuff i don't know how he has time to do everything well when you don't have children no that that's where a lot of your time goes uh, yeah dang kids ah oh, anywho um let's get moving speaking of children uh a new child in the pog lineage has come out um our electro harmonics has come out with the pico pog continuing their metric system yay yeah um i uh, micro I, nano pico oh do they have a degayo mm. <laughs> you definitely put the diaz in this podcast thank you <laughs> Is, where does his mind go when he hears Pico de Gallo? Uh, please. Salsa? Yeah. Ooh, the salsa. It's so spicy. All right. Anyways, uh, it's tinier. Uh, it's got a cool thing. It's got a tone knob. Um, it's also got a filter switch. Uh, it's the price. Um, I don't like it. It's 240, which is still in the family range. Scott was on the first I mean, episode. Yeah, did. when we were going through it before, the the micro, the and the nano and the pico basically all cost 240. Yeah. 240 to 250. Like they're all there. And then the big boy goes up to five, 400. Um which is interesting cuz this is particularly the pog is a market where People have really come at its price point, but for some reason, EHX stays up there. Like, if you look at TC Electronic yeah. with the Sub and Up, the Sub and Up Mini is like a hundred bucks, and then the Big Boy is like a hundred twenty. It's like nothing. So yeah, we're coming at half the price. And like, while this has a little bit more knobs and features, the thing about the Sub and Up stuff that has tone print, which is it, you've expanded it a lot. Yeah, using the tone print. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely something for a lot of people to be like, oh, well, there's the analog-ish, analog right? And then there's the full-out digital. Um, and, like, the sub and up is full-out digital. And I think this POG, Pico POG, goes into that full-out digital world. And then there's the whole latency question and all those kind of things. And so they're talking a lot here about how fast and responsive this is. So hopefully the feel is there. Um the i what i do find interesting is so you have is it is it dry sub and up and then you have the tone knob and then you have a filter button yes okay so it's it's interesting uh, i mean it mm -hmm. but 240 bucks there's a lot of competition already there as well so yeah um it's <sighs> I, it, there's gonna people who are gonna pay it and they're gonna buy it of course i mean there's been people out there who are keep talking about like oh the nano doesn't sound as good as the micro and you know there's that stuff too so yeah i mean honestly if i'm buying a pog i'm getting the pog too i'm gonna spend the money and i'm gonna get the freaking cool one you spend eight yeah you're a guy who doesn't mind a big pedal i don't i don't mind a big pedal. honestly for some reason i do not click well with mini pedals oh so they they can be wobbly yeah, I do not click well. I'm too I'm too big of a guy. I got these big old feet. I still don't know how you do mini pedals. Do I don't you, I don't I don't really have a lot of them. I'm about to say Do I have any of them on my board right now? 
there's only one mini pedal that I really want right now. Uh, well, I'm going for the full LT, so I really don't need any more. But there was one, and that was the Spark Mini. The Spark Mini has one of the best features, and I don't understand why no other pedal Mo has this. Momentary for the boost. Yes, the solo boost. Yeah, like completely. What, that's I. Someone posted it the other day, and I was like, I, "They're like, what's a good solo boost?" I'm like, "Freaking the the Mini Spark." Like, like you, the Spark Mini is killer. Like you can it, find them for nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I have someone blowing up my phone right now. Oh, that's fine. And, and a Han, dude, come here. Oh, stupid dog. Anywho, now are, are we're back on we're back on track. We're all caught up. All caught up. All right. Um. So, I I saw this before. I thought, or is this brand new? So I don't even think this next thing is available for purchase, but it's just worth kind of, it's an interesting kind of fun thing of weirdness. So the band Boy Genius has a new custom pedal that they yeah. all share. There's a, yeah. so Boy Genius is a super group of Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker, and Lucy Dacus. Um, and so there's a Julian, Phoebe, and Lucy button on this pedal. Yeah, it's Nardwar. I love Nardwar. Do you watch Nardwar at all? Mm -mm. Oh, dude, he does some awesome interviews. He's one of the best interview people. He always gives, he, the, I, he probably, he had that made for them. So like he gives people gifts, the people he's interviewing, he gives them gifts that are like insane. And they, he digs into people's past so much that like, <laughs> it, it's literally like freak people out. They're like, how do you know this? Oh, like, cool. who, who did you talk to? Like, he's like talking to like someone who was his friend and like when they were seven, like that, that's the type of like interview he does. Oh, it's interesting. Insane. Yeah. You should check it out. Like he, he freaks people out, like, but everyone loves him. Like literally there's like these rappers who like do this, put on this like hardcore front. But when they see Nardwar, they give him a big old hug. They're like, Hey man, how are you doing? Like he, he's loved by a lot of our artists. Hmm. I, and it's like one of those things too, when you get interviewed by him, it's almost like an honor. Oh, that's cool. So that's what I'm, I'm assuming that's what this is, is he had a pedal made for them. Yeah. So Adam over at Satellite Amps is the one who actually made it. It it looks like it's yeah. a, they're each just a boost. So it's not a crazy circuit, but it is really, it's a unique thing. I've never seen that of like, I, I actually like the idea of it. Imagine being in a band where all three of you are playing guitar and it's like, all right, whose solo is it? Boom. Yeah. That person gets a little bit of a boost. That's actually kind of a fun idea. That That is pretty neat. So, all right. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, and then here's the last thing. And this is pretty cool. This is, all right, I'm going to let you say what it is because this is your brand. <laughs> so Chase Bliss has come out with a new pedal. This is going to be a limited run. It's called the Reverse Mode C. I do want to say something. I'm very proud of this. I called this. My first guess was not correct, but I, I revamped it before they announced what it was. Uh, so, so they announced for they the were doing part. something with Empress. And so that right. was the, ooh, what is it? What is it? What is it? Right. And so I thought it was going to be the ecosystem because that was their newest delay. I was like, right now, that would be something that Chase Bliss would like really rock with. And, and, and like Empress, that was, that's their big thing was for the longest time was their delays and their reverbs. They've done other things, out of the compressor and stuff. But like, um, that was just something that, and, like was more up to that alley and then the 
someone was like, maybe the the colors or shapes has something to do with it. And I saw it and I was like, super delay. The Empress super delay. And this is a mode off of the super delay. This is apparently something that Joel was like his favorite thing. Yeah, so it was, you know, reverse mode C is the name that was actually on the back of the pedal. And so he's taking it and giving it the Chase Bliss treatment. And so it's got, you know, all the ramping and knob twisting and all the fun. Mm -hmm. Goodness, it's another full stereo digital pedal from Chase Bliss. So it's TRS in and out uh, to do proper stereo. If you you get two of these, you can actually just have a normal delay. Hmm. Sorry. Don't think that's how that works, but <laughs> nice try. I tried. <laughs> you did. Um, swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. So yeah, um, the other thing we're talking about this on it. So obviously, go go watch a demo of this, and it gets pretty nuts. Um, again, you know, Chase Bliss is getting to the point where I'm having a hard time fathoming how to use some of their stuff, or like it would be. Oh, that would be a cool effect, but I don't know if I four hundred dollars want that on my board. You know. Um, but it's also celebrating their 10 year anniversary. So, um, congrats on Chase Bliss for making it 10 years. That's actually quite yeah. an accomplishment. Uh, not only that, but make being the success they are and the impact that they've made on the industry. It's pretty, really, really cool. Um, for sure. so the other thing is remembering that Chase Bliss is all direct now. They don't do dealers. Um, so they are doing this as what they're calling a small batch bliss. Meaning they are just leaving a pre-order open until the end of August. Um, and they're going to make all that they sell of that. And then maybe do another run. Maybe yeah. not. So it's not going to sell out, right? And they're going to make as many as they can buy or people want to buy. But you need to jump on it now. This month to jump buy it. on it. Yeah. So at $400, would... there's going to be people going, oh, I don't have it. So um if so. you start donating plasma today you could have it just saying might be my goal this month put my blood and sweat into this pill yeah any <laughs> quite literally uh <laughs> quite literally. moving into the you guitar moving into the guitar world um session man tyler tomlinson uh has a new nags guitar signature model called the kia jtt uh, he he's known for playing with Morgan Wallen. Um, this <clears throat> is a double cut that's a little non-traditional. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't I don't hate it. I, it's not my thing. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a silver tone or something. The, it, like it's got the discount uh, guitar kind of look to it. Um, it is a twenty-four and three-quarter scale gibson scale it's 22 fret mahogany neck mahogany body um there is a base model of the shape but he adds a ebony front fretboard to his with block inlays as opposed to the dot inlays and adds two seymour duncan vintage p90 soap bar pickups as the pickup there um and then the other interesting one thing is the bridge um where that's I a i believe it's a stop tail bar adjust matic but it's it's a one piece thing so it looks a little different it, it, it have a look i'll give you that um how much is it i am not finding a price on it 
For more information, head there. Okay. Well, that's a featured artist, but... Oh, here's the retail pricing list. Come on. For 2022. That's not right. Ah... <sighs> Come on, Nags. Nags' site is like partially broken for me. Like some of this stuff's not loading. I don't even want to talk about it. All right. Well, I it's probably too much. But anywho, let's move on. I don't know why I don't like that guitar that much. It bring it does bring out like a part a part of me that just is not happy. Well, the oh, that's an upcharge, not the actual price. I don't really know Nags very well. Oh, woo. yeah. Suggested retail price for just the Kia J, that's not the JTT, $3,830 with yep. upcharges of $300 or $500, depending on what type of finish you want on it. So this is going to be a $4,000 plus dollar guitar. Oof. Yep. Oof. Not digging that. No, but the world is digging the Tom DeLonge Stratocaster, as we talked about. It did come out. It was how much again? Was it sixteen hundred or thirteen hundred dollars? Thirteen hundred, yeah. And people were complaining, "Oh my god, I can't believe a Mexican guitar costs that much from Fender," and not realizing that, like, what about the Brad Paisley Mexican? Well, Mexican Fenders go up to like sixteen or seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, this ain't this ain't this ain't ten years ago. All right. It is not. And also, I mean, it's not that much more than a player plus. Yeah. Having said um, that, it's a hundred dollar pickup in a strap body with a hardtail. So this guitar should <laughs> hypothetically be cheap because it, you know, it doesn't actually have that expensive of hardware or anything on it. So, yeah, but, um, it's got, <laughs> it, it's the fact that all the kids who want it have grown up and can afford it because I want it really bad. Bunch of 35 I, year old it, guys now. It's not is kids. It, I, I just, I wish it wouldn't be a limited run. Everything's a limited run when you really think about it. Wow. Yeah, and they're oh, selling out. We're, I we're Last, last I checked, some of the colors were already sold out, but there were more on oh, order. Yeah. So I think they're going to build, they're going to build how many they order of these. There's just going to be like a second or third run. Yeah. But yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, on the other end of the spectrum of uh, like, Prices, Squire treats its uber-affordable sonic range to limited edition colors, including the Jeff Beck Pioneer Graffiti Yellow. Now, what's fun about this is if you look in this lineup, you might see also a single humbucker Stratocaster. Yeah, but you get you have two knobs on this one. Oh, heaven forbid. Um, there's also a single humbucker um, Telecaster. Are they calling yeah. it a Telecaster or are they calling it an Esquire? I can't really tell. Um... Esquire. Yeah. So for all of you wanting a Tom DeLong but not wanting to afford one, you can buy the Squire and then for another hundred bucks, you can throw an Invader in it. Yeah. You can get another pick guard that only has one knob. And you could just leave that hole empty. Yeah. And then they got those little, little tiny bass. Yeah. Those uh, tiny basses are very popular right now. Itty bitty bass. It, you know, it really is interesting of like how I've kind of graduated out of Squire's market, right? Like I'm, I'm buying fancy guitars, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more excited about a Squire release than a Fender release these days. Um, I, I'm happy for it because it gives new guitar players more options. I think, I think they take more risks. I think they take more risks in the Squire line too. Oh yeah. 
I mean, the parallel universe. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Kramer, their hot dog or 84. Hot it's dog. Hot, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. If you have a toddler, you know that song. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's yellow and it's got hot dogs on it. It's got sandwiches all over it, apparently. Oh, no, it doesn't. It is not a sandwich guitar. It's D- hot dogger. Diaz forgot where his stance on this just like smooth knobs you're waffling on <laughs> hot dogs how do i but have we discussed how i feel about waffles you're for them oh yeah do i look like a guy who's not for waffles do i look do, do i look like a man who's ever refused food <laughs> I was about to say, do, like, do you want to eat this <laughs> sure <laughs> so it's it's a kramer super strat humbucker direct mount floydy boy yeah, I fucking like this. It's just like a bunch if, of hot if, dogs if, on it. If it's like if it's like seven or eight hundred dollars, I, I might buy it. I would totally do this. This is what I want for my birthday. It just it this seems like it's a meme. A thousand, not bad. I mean, it's Kramer too, so I mean, not bad. Yeah. All right, and the last thing of weird releases, Fender has teamed up with Lou Guitars to create the mini three-string version of its most iconic models. This, I, this makes me want to write a song. Like I would love to have one of these and, and just to be able to write a song with it. Like it. Well, they're for kids. Uh, they're two hundred bucks. So. And actually, do they actually have a Fender logo on them, or do they, do they call them Squires? I think they actually called called these Fenders. Yeah, it's got Fender on the headstock. So by far, this is the most affordable Fender <laughs> instrument you can buy. Leo right? Fender for kids. It comes with a Leo Fender for kids booklet. It tells the story of the brand's founder and recounts the birth. Oh yes, propaganda. <laughs> this is how it starts. Fender's taking over the youth. They're starting young. <laughs> I should just include a Sweetwater catalog with every single one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you order from Guitar Center and the Sweetwater catalog with it. Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, kind of like whatever. Never mind. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to bring up some like 10 year old drama. Oh boy. Uh, you know what's not some 10 year old drama is the new studio JTM range from Marshall coming out with 20 watt versions, both in a combo and ahead of the JTM sound. Yeah. Okay. Uh, includes a, an effects loop, DI circuit, 20 Watts, and also can run at a five watt mode with a click of a switch. Um, so it's using 5881 power tubes to get to that. Um, still has a lot in the, I believe they both use a cream back Celestian as the speaker. So I've heard mixed kind of comments on this. I, I think it's quite, I mean, I think it's an interesting thing. There's also, um, uh, it's also quite affordable if I'm not mistaken. I mean, the head is something like 1200 bucks. Yeah. It's not horrible. We, we only have pricing here in, in great Britain pounds. Uh, oh. Sorry, boot that. I know that's wrong country. I don't care. Uh, I was at some point. So the studio from Sweetwater. 
uh, I can't find the head on its own. Um, so Guitar Center has um, the has a twenty seven hundred dollar version, and that's with a one by twelve cabinet um, separated. And at three thousand dollars is a two by twelve cabinet. Um, the cab on its own is eleven hundred bucks, and it looks like the head on its own is eighteen hundred bucks or seventeen fifty. So undercutting the price of, I mean, there's been 20 watt JTMs out there, uh, like from Friedman and a few other companies, but this is cutting that price down. Yeah. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> I saw the amplifiers is officially back. New amps from the legendary brand. So mission engineering and Fender have teamed up to bring back Sun amps. I don't, I don't know if I've played a Sun amp that I've enjoyed. I don't, know, I don't think I've ever played a Sun amp. I've played, well, I, okay, so that's fair, because I've only played, like, Sun amp models and captures, that are, well, in, like, profiles up, and, like, I've never dived with any of them. There's a there's a new model in the Helix that came out fairly recently. Yeah, yeah I, not, my, not my sound. I do not make that sound good. Yeah. Um, the Model T is kind of the famous one, uh, with all the Doom guys. Um, but you know what? I, I think we should start that as a phrase. Instead of saying something doesn't sound good, I do not make that sound good. I think that's a fair way to. I feel like you know if we if we started saying that we'd be a lot nicer to some of the, some some gear in the world. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I do not make a Sun amp sound good, but there, there's people who do. That's the whole thing. I think like that's a big thing. It's not the Sun amps sound bad. I sound mad through them. Yeah. So it sounds like Mission Engineering is going to start. They're licensing the brand to build models on it because I believe Fender still owns the rights to it. They're just like, we're not going to build them. I don't think, I don't think Sun's a big enough market to be worthwhile for Fender to kind of look at it because Fender, if Fender makes something, they have to sell tons of them. Yeah. Right. Um, Like spatulas and (laughs) cutting boards. Yeah. Yeah, real the things Chris, are re- those products that really move. Christmas uh, locks, yeah. Key holders. Okay, I've got one of the key holders. <laughs> a fold-up beach chair that has a guitar stand built into it. <laughs> There's a callback for last week. If those of you remember, <laughs> it's really helpful whenever you're playing "Spot the Asshole." <laughs> right there. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> I won. Got him. All right. Um, <laughs> So moving into production corner just for a minute, um, there, uh, Asperion has come out with the D700, which is a modular DAW controller, uh, which is basically, i.e. motorized faders um, yeah. th- that come in small banks. So think like um, Avid Artist Control would be a okay. very um, comparable thing here, but it, this uses USB-C. So this is so so pretty much this is giving you a physical way to control di- the digital DAW. Yes. Okay. In motorized using motorized faders. Um, yeah. There's two different units that you can combine because one has a few more control controls on it. Um, they're fourteen hundred dollars and twelve fifty. Um. So and they make a bundle that has you know multiple ones together. So you can you can gang a bunch of them together and get get an even bigger controller interface. Um, so if you've been putting putting that off for a while, this might be another option in that market that because there aren't a lot of these kind of things out there. Yeah. Um, 
again, Avid makes them, but Avid is expensive and you have to use Avid's proprietary format. This is really cool. I like this. Well, like this that. supports MIDI, Mackie HUI, OSC, and MQTT, which are different formats. Yeah. Uh, and you can run up to 64 faders if you stack enough of them together. <laughs> which at that point, if you're running 64 faders in a DAW session, that's actually not that expensive. Yeah. Compared to like, oh, I'm going to go buy a big sound console honestly, or something like honestly, that. Honestly, this, this this would be great for, for uh, um, this would be great for someone who just like wanted to slowly expand their like home studio. Yeah. Like you start with one board, add another one and like kind of work your way um, to 64. Yeah. Again, I mean like uh, Avid, the Avid, which used to be Euphonics before they were bought over by Avid. Because uh, so it used to be the Avid or the Euphonics artist control. Um, you know, that's a fairly old technology at this point. Um, they've been around for a long time and they, they've had their issues. But man, they've had a stranglehold on this market. And so um, it's good to see more competition in this area and hopefully improving that. Considering all that stuff, all the Avid stuff runs on Ethernet, which most computers don't have an Ethernet controller anymore. Yep. We um, were just talking about with my laptop, yeah. too. Laptops don't have them, like. Yeah, I need to get you a USB. We need to get you one of those USB. Uh, yeah, to, uh, I'm not, I'll get one ordered here. They're like twenty bucks, and yeah. that will stabilize your internet a lot. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll do that. Yeah. Um, also, in the digital world, uh, Blackstar has released an amp plugin of the St. James amp. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see pricing on this. Wasn't that well, that was a new amp? Wasn't it? Yeah, it is new. Uh, and so it's a hundred bucks or I think it's about a hundred, it's a hundred pounds for the plugin. So comparable price point to like your, uh, neural DSP amps, archetype yeah. amp things. Um, so you can check that out. You can, there's also a free trial if you want to try it out. So there's that. Um, and it has both the EL34 and 6L6 models in this plugin, so you can you can play around and get some different sounds with it. And then finally, um, PSP has come out with the Bin Amp, which is a Benson Echo Rec, and uh, or at least the saturator from Benson Echo Rec, mm-hmm. um, uh, the preamp of it in a uh, plugin. Very nice. How much is that? Uh, $50. Not bad. Not bad at all. All right. Well, we did. We did it. We did it more than once. <laughs> one and a half times, let's say. One and, one, and, one and a quarter, maybe. One and a quarter. Yeah. It's that extra quarter that I'm really feeling right now. I'll tell you. I am so ready to go to sleep. It is 8 o'clock. I'm about ready to go lay down and pass out. But before that, we got to say goodbye. So uh, thanks for joining us. Um, check out the website, theeffectsloop.com. It's got links to all of our sh- stuff. Um, thank you, Electromotive Sound Co. for sponsoring this episode. Go to electromotivesound.com. Check out the Clone V3. Also, thanks to our Patreon supporters, uh, patreon.com slash theeffectsloop. You can go there if you want to give us money. We'll take it. Uh, it'll make Scott less grumpy, um, which is always good. It's always a helpful thing. So, and then also it helps uh, make sure that uh, I uh, keep my shit together. So, <laughs> the therapy level is $50 a month. We'll, we'll add that. 
next week. Um, yeah. Anywho, bye. Bye. Go. Go on. Get. Get. Don't come back. We don't love you anymore. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a trauma. <laughs> All right, bye.